Hello, and welcome back to the Discover Your Brand podcast. I'm your host and brand coach, Alyssa, the founder of In The AM Branding. Let's talk about perfection. The pressure to deliver flawless products and services can be overwhelming. Many aspiring business owners find themselves trapped in the pursuit of perfection, delaying progress and missing valuable opportunities. I know I've fallen into this trap myself. There are things I've spent months working on, or say I'm going to work on, in my business that haven't come to fruition. I go through the gamut of reasons why I can't launch that new service offering, or whatever it is just yet. The graphics aren't good enough. What I'm saying isn't strong enough. Who am I to even be doing this? I even struggle to launch this podcast for reasons including not having all of my episodes recorded and ready to go, and feeling like it was just all over the place, not having my tech stack lined up, all of the things. It got to the point where I just had to say, enough is enough. Imperfections and all, this podcast is getting launched. And here we are. It's launched. It's not perfect. I'm learning as I go along, and that's okay. It's crucial to remember that perfection is an elusive goal, and that sometimes moving forward with imperfect solutions is not only acceptable, but it can be the key to success. So today, I want to give you five reasons why you don't need to wait for perfect. First, Entrepreneurs often fall into the trap of perfection paralysis, where the fear of imperfection prevents them from taking the necessary steps to advance their businesses. The truth is that waiting for perfection can lead to missed opportunities, prolonged timelines, and ultimately stunted growth. Second, it's important to recognize that perfection is a moving target. Although, Not necessarily an actual target, because who's to say what perfection actually is. But as technology evolves, market preferences shift, and competition increases, what might seem perfect today could be outdated by tomorrow. By launching an imperfect product or service, you can gather real-world feedback and make improvements based on actual user experiences. This process helps you stay relevant and meet the evolving needs of your target audience. It's a lot of the reason why those with courses often give their clients lifetime access to all the updates of their course. They know they will continue to improve what they've put together. And let's be honest, it's just a great way to keep prior customers engaged with what you're doing. So third... Time is a precious commodity. We all know this. Waiting for every element to align perfectly before moving forward can result in missed market opportunities and a slower return on investment. Embrace the idea that a timely, imperfect launch can generate revenue, establish brand presence, and create momentum for continuous improvement. And that momentum can be key. Once you get something going, it's easier to get other things going. Whereas, if you miss deadlines and marketing opportunities trying to make something perfect, you will miss out on those things. I've done it. 
When I first created my branding workbook, I had goals to launch it before Black Friday, the year that I was creating it. But I got so caught up in making it perfect that I didn't actually launch it until closer to the new year. That's a lot of time that I missed out on. And for reasons that really weren't important. But, you know, some of that is the anxiety of putting something like that out there. And that's okay. But again, sometimes you just have to say enough is enough and launch it so you don't miss out on that timely deadline. The fourth reason not to wait for perfect. Mistakes are inevitable in entrepreneurship and life in general, but they're also invaluable learning opportunities. By allowing imperfections in your initial endeavors, you're going to create a space for learning from your real-world challenges. This first-hand knowledge is often way more insightful than theoretical planning and, you know, what are the potential challenges I could run into and things like that. And it can guide you in making informed decisions for future versions and developments that you come up with. So it, it's, it's basically saying, like, don't, don't look at failure as a failure. You know, if, if, that is, if that is your fear of putting something out there that's not perfect and then therefore fails, it's not actually failing. It's actually teaching you how to improve it for next time. It's all a learning opportunity. And finally, our fifth reason not to wait for perfect. Customers value authenticity and responsiveness. So when you launch a product or service that meets their basic needs, even if it's not perfect, it establishes a connection and opens the door for ongoing feedback. This customer-centric approach fosters loyalty and trust, which can be way more valuable in the long run than a delayed perfect solution. Like I mentioned earlier, this is where you can offer them all future updates to a product or service, which is going to provide even more added value, makes it easier to market and get past some of the possible objections you might face where they wonder, oh, is this just going to change down the line? Things like that. You can just come out and say, hey, as I update this, you're going to get that update as well without having to pay for this again. It's a great value add. So don't get caught up in perfect because you can release new versions. You know, you're not stuck where you are in that moment. So the next time you're putting off doing something because it isn't perfect Here's some of the things that I recommend doing. And these are things that have helped me a lot when I've gotten caught up in that, you know, perfection paralysis and just not moving forward with anything. So first, step away. Sometimes you need to step away from what you're doing and come back to it with fresh eyes. Personally, the longer I stare at something, the worse it looks. 
if I take a step back, work on something different, or maybe just do something I enjoy, like reading a book, I can usually come back and feel better about what I've done. Or maybe even as I've taken that time to let my brain focus on something else, it is typically still running something in the background in my subconscious. And sometimes I do come back with a different idea that I feel is better than what I originally did. And then I take that and I run with that. Um, That's okay as well. Like when you take that step back, maybe you're not always going to come back and say, you know what, actually, this is good. Sometimes you might come back with a fresh idea or, you know, if it's a graphic, something you can change on it, or maybe you were trying to figure out how to really execute on what was in your head and you just couldn't get there. That step away could be what gives you that burst of inspiration to get that thing where you want it to be. So it is okay to take a step back. And I highly, highly recommend it. Second, it's very simple. Take a deep breath. Nine times out of ten, the reason I get caught up in being perfect on something is because I'm experiencing anxiety about putting myself out there. And that's what we're doing as we're building these businesses. We're putting our dreams and our goals out there for the world to see. So yeah, sometimes that anxiety sets in and it can be hard to want to actually release these things. So for me, breathing helps me recenter in and relax in the simplest way possible. One of my favorite breathing techniques is called box breathing, where you inhale for four counts, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four, and then repeat. And you just do this as long as you need to feel calmer. It's something that, one, regulates my breathing. And two, it gives my brain something else to focus on. So just that repetitive counting just gets it to relax a bit. Focus on something else instead of the anxiety chatter that it has going on. Um, but there, there's a ton of breathing techniques out there. So do a quick Google search, try out different ones, see what works best for you. Um, it can, it can be a big help when you're stuck in that perfection paralysis and not moving forward. And my third tip for you, and this one might be easier said than done. Change your inner dialogue. It's going to take time. And this one's going to be an ongoing process, most likely. But negative self-talk is only going to stop you from following your dreams. Don't let a negative dialogue tell you that you aren't good enough. Because it's not true. We can be our own worst critics. Where we think, you know, I'm going to put this thing out there and here's all the terrible things that people are going to say. That's you assigning that. When odds are, it's probably not going to happen. And if someone does say something truly terrible, it's just an internet troll. Ignore them. 
take, you know, there's always a possibility you're going to get constructive feedback, and that's a good thing. But just truly nasty, horrible comments, if you do happen to get those, ignore them. Delete the comment, whatever, ignore it. Again, easier said than done. But at the end of the day, don't let the negative dialogue in your head bully you. Share your passions and your ideas with the world with bravery and confidence. The world will respond, especially if you've done the branding work and thought about who your target audience is and how to connect with them. They're going to respond in a positive way. But you have to get yourself out there first. You have to get yourself in front of them first. So by embracing imperfection, you can navigate challenges more effectively, stay agile, and ultimately achieve success. So go ahead, take that leap and move forward with confidence. Your imperfect endeavors may just be the catalyst for your success. Thank you so much for joining me today for this quick episode. I know it wasn't super brand focused, but this is a topic I do feel very strongly about when it comes to building a business, and I think it's very important to talk about. So again, thank you for joining me. Uh, Please follow and rate the podcast. And if you know of anyone who would benefit from hearing this, please share it with them. You can find me on my website at intheambranding.com, as well as on Instagram at intheam.branding. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.